The highlight of the show was certainly my rumour mill, giving you the latest on the Espen's Tanker Jetty as whispered around town. We also caught up with Smook and talked about the sport from the weekend. Bad for the glory, good for the Wildcats, great for Ash Barty. And then also my gratitude journal, as well as the local sport and the results from the weekend. It's all coming up in the catch-up. Bye. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Overnight sport. Scores, results, and what you'll have a chat about over at Crib Time. Yeah, let's get stuck into our local sport. And we'll start off with the basketball last Thursday. United and the Redbacks in the men's remain unbeaten this season. Uh, United beat the Red Cans 36-25, with the Blazing Bulldogs narrowly going down to the Redbacks 36-40. In the women's fixtures, uh, the Red Cans had a huge win, 56-14. That was against the women's A-reserve buy team, so probably a little bit expected. That was United Black. In the other fixture, the Big Derby, United Green narrowly overcame United Black, 46-42. to Just a couple... Uh, points in that one. And with the uh, cricket from the weekend, Ports had a great win against Newtown at Newtown Oval. They chased down 95 with three wickets to spare. It was largely thanks the win was set up by Smith, who took four wickets for Ports. Uh, Newtown obviously never quite got going. And the other fixture, Coastals were good enough against Esperance. Um, Esperance batted first, made 166, thanks to Secker. He made 49 uh, for the away side before being caught on the boundary. McFarlane, top scored. He was probably man of the match, really. He made 76 for the Warriors off about 50 balls. Uh, the, the home side made the runs with about 20 overs to spare. And the other local uh, results, I played a golf yesterday and I only lost one ball, um, but I lost in my best ball pairing. So that was a bit sad. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Mark Ronson produced that tune featuring Bruno Mars. He is the voice of it. And believe it or not, Mark Ronson had to follow Bruno Mars on tour to try and write that and get that out. Um, it took him months and months because Mark Ronson is a perfectionist. Just a little bit of a, a fun fact on Sean for Breakfast. Esmond is 747 Triple M. And to start our Monday right and get into the week, I like to be a little bit zen, a little bit wholesome, and talk about the things that I'm grateful for in my gratitude journal. And today, this Monday, I'm really grateful for this beautiful and stunning spring weather. It's phenomenal. The weekend was beautiful. I'm grateful for the fact that I have a healthy, fit body that can take me around the Pink Lake Golf Course, which it did yesterday. I'm also grateful for having hands and arms, which will help me grip a club and swing through the ball. I am not grateful for my stupid slice and the fact that the Pink Lake Golf Course has a very unforgiving rough, which is very stupid. Uh, It stole my orange ball yesterday, which made me very upset. I am not grateful for golf, which is a very difficult game and a... uh, Golf. Uh, It's a very challenging game. What do they say? Golf is a great way to ruin a nice walk. And it was a nice walk. Pink Lake Golf Course was stunning. Let's turn the feel good back on. 
Sean for breakfast. Esperance is 7.47. Let's Triple catch up with Smook and talk about all the sport from the weekend. How are you, Smooky boy? Shawnee boy, I'm good, mate. It's bloody good to be on the line this morning. Yeah, well, let's talk about Ash Barty. She is going to throw a huge Barty party to the tune of $6 million she can throw around. She won the ATP tournament yesterday. Oh, she certainly did, Sean. And we've been spruiking her wares all year. I reckon for oh, probably yeah. the past 12 months we've been talking up how much of a gun she is. And what a year she's finished off yesterday. Goes out and wins the WTA finals. Um, in pretty comfortable fashion as well. Straight sets in the final. Picks up a lot of money for winning that one, Sean. <laughs> She's taken her tally for the year to a bit over $16 million, if you don't mind. So she's had an absolute ripper of a year, and um, it's only getting better. She's in Perth next week for the Fed Cup final, so hopefully she can really cap off a year with a victory for Australia. She was, um, she was playing Big Bash couple of years ago thank god she went back to her tennis and you know now she's all revitalized and i dare say we were on her before anyone else i think a couple of years ago she was playing big bash and we we're sitting there being like mate get her back in the tennis i reckon she could do good things yeah look i don't know if we were on her because of her <laughs> impressive tennis ability or because of her uh what i would consider ordinary cricket form at the time so i think that was the easy way out but we certainly were on board and um it's been it's been fun to watch for ash Barty. she's really just I mean, imagine being that good that you can quit tennis, just go over and play a bit of professional cricket for a while, decide that's not for you, and then head back to tennis, and all of a sudden you're the best player in the world. Mm. It's, it's pretty incredible. It's, I think we'll look back on this in, in a number of years and just really see how impressive it was. Well, yeah, and $6 million, what are you doing with that if you win that? Are you buying yourself a new racket, a babbalat or something, or two balls? I'll tell, you you... tell you what I'm not doing, Sean. I'm, I'm not here this morning. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, goodness. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. No, you, this, is, this, is, this is the uh, biggest upset of the season so far, probably, in terms of the glory. Um, the big fella... Um, the big fellas up front couldn't get it done. Your, mm. your big names in Fauna Roli and yeah, Castro and, 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 and Comedies, my man. Ivan Franic leveled the scores sort of midway through the first half. But the young Central Coast team just sort of really played a good game of football. Um, the Glory tried hard in the second half. They dominated possession and they had some opportunities, Sean, but they just, just couldn't get the ball in the back of the net. Mm, which is important. That's that's what I find is probably the most important aspect, aspect yes. of soccer uh, at times. Yeah, and it's interesting. I feel like there was a lot of positivity going into this game with the Ibrahimovic news or potential news, which was huge. Maybe they were a bit distracted. They were, you know, waiting for Zlatan. Maybe they're all sitting there trying to get their spare room ready to welcome Zlatan in. Although he'd probably stay yeah. in the most expensive hotel room in Perth, one of yeah, the greatest strikers of our time. Say. I dare say he's straight to Crown House for a few months when he arrives. But um, yeah, the boys, the boys might have been a bit nervous that uh, Zlatan was going to come in and take their spots. I'm not so sure. Um, but that certainly would be huge if Zlatan Ibrahimovic was in Perth playing for the glory. That would be um, arguably the biggest sports story in, in WA in a long time. Yeah, I, I'd go watch, for sure. I'd like to see him in the flesh. Hey, you know what? The glory will bounce back. We, we trust Tony Popovich and his men. All right, the Wildcats, though. Friday night, not so good. Sunday, go over to New Zealand. Bang, take that, breakers. Yeah, let's talk just about about Sunday, hey? Let's talk about the winning stuff. <laughs> Don't need to talk about Brisbane, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We've, been, we've been negative enough. They were ordinary on Friday night, but they made the travel across the ditch 
um, the longest the longest road trip in world sport, I dare say, for a domestic competition, and just ground ground out a win. And it was probably the most impressive part about was about it was doing it without um, Bryce Cotton. Mm. He was he was unusually quiet. Only made two made field goals for the match, but it was the other boys that got it done, and it was. Tariko White, my boy, again. my boy, Tariko White, man, your man, Tariko White, the grand final MVP. He just loves the big stage, and uh, when the going got tough down the stretch yesterday afternoon over in Invercargill, uh, Tariko White got going, and a big three when the scores were tied with about a minute to go, got the Wildcats over the line. Mm. Um, the other import was really good, Sean Dario Hunt, big fella, he's a big, strong man, um, and he was really impressive inside. Um, dominated the paint at 21 or 22 points as well. And the the role players are just starting to get it done, chipping in where they need to, and it's really positive for the Wildcats. And as we always say with the Wildcats, they are just sitting pretty towards the top of the ladder. And what about my man, Majuk Majuk, the big fellow? Oh, your man, your man Majuk, Majuk, Majuk Squared. Yes, that's he it, is, Majuk Squared. He's a big strapping boy, oh, and he's giving, he's giving the Wildcats good minutes. And he just, I love the headband he runs as well, yes. to be honest, Sean. I like the look of him. He's just got that look that... You wouldn't want to mess with him inside the paint. And he is just really big, strong physical presence. And him and Dario Hunt and Nick Kay are really forming a nice little um, team for the Wildcats down there. Yeah, we love it. We love the Perth Wildcats. Um, and we also love our other sport. We've been catching up with Smook to discuss it. Uh, I'll catch you later. All right, mate. Thanks, Sean. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Truth or fact, we can't be sure. Sean's Rumor Mill. Oh, yes. Going to have to caveat this next conversation with the fact that this may just all be rumor, but I don't mind a little bit of a gossip. So let's jump on that train to Woot to Gossip Town. Um, I heard late last week something very interesting. Someone who is affiliated with the Friends of the Tanger Jetty has said that he believes in less than a fortnight's time there will be a decision on the Tanker Jetty and it will be for the 1930 original timber structure. As it stands, maritime construction will start building the uh, metal and concrete design in March next year. Uh, the motion, that trajectory, that pathway could be rescinded by the Shire councillors, and this gentleman believed it would very, very soon. And they would want to get onto it because the Friends of the Tanker Jetty, their design incorporates a deconstruction plus construction simultaneously sort of factor. And I'm pretty sure that deconstruction could be starting any moment now, literally in the next sort of few weeks. So a special council meeting will have to be called. You need the president to do that or um, three councillors by itself. And it will be very interesting because as it stands, there's certainly four people in chamber at the moment who would be for the original uh, timber design. The others are probably on the side of just continuing where it goes. And the interesting fact at the moment is that there's $4 million worth of grant money with the current uh, pathway that they're going down. If, let's say, hypothetically they change the plan, it is unsure at this stage whether that $4 million will still be available. I believe... Uh, that the Shire president, Ian Mickle, has asked uh, Rick Wilson, our federal politician around town, if the money would still be available. And I think it's a very important factor in this whole 
situation. Sean for breakfast catch up on Triple M. Bye bye. Have a good time. Listen to Sean for breakfast wherever you are. Download the Triple M app now.